phenomenal geek, anime mistress of the dorks, Dave with a unique perspective. You can join the show on the website at geekworldradio.com. Begin. Hey guys, you're listening to Geek World. We are your superhero superhosts, anime mistress of the dork, and the man who never stops talking. Dave! Don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us, you can tweet us at Geek World Radio. Um, because, you know, we, we have that old way that you can get in touch with us, but I'm not going to say it anymore. Yeah, because yeah, because it drives me crazy. So Every time I hear it, I'm I like, know. we cannot tell people. I, wait, it to... drives me crazy, too. Yeah. That's why I always, you know, make fun of it every yeah. time I say it. So yeah. now we're just going to have you tweet at yeah, us. Tweet at, at Geek us. World Radio. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Have fun. Yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah. Enjoy that little uh, tweeting. Tweet, tweet, do, do tweet, the tweet thing. Do the tweet thing. So, uh, we are, uh, we're back. Yeah. And uh, we, in the last episode, mm-hmm. uh, since we came back, we talked about Japan. Yes. Uh, and this episode, we're going to continue that. This will probably be the last official Japanese episode, but we decided, uh, after we did the last episode, we got to a lot of the really great moments from our trip to Japan in the mm-hmm. last episode. And uh, instead of like go too much more into all of that stuff, we decided it would be very helpful for all of you guys who may be considering going to Japan to do a little um, a show about kind of like the stuff you should know. Yeah. Uh, the stuff that you should know in preparation for, the stuff you should know while you're there, uh, diff- different customs, all kinds of different stuff. There's a lot. We really actually spent quite a bit of time researching this. It wasn't yeah. just watching anime and playing video games. That was like 95% of right, it. Right, right. But the other 5% actually had to What's do with research? like, you know, research yeah. and other things. On the, on the interwebs. And listen, uh, you know, by all means, like after you listen to this, there's also a bunch of really great like YouTube channels and other mm-hmm. channels where people are like the top 10 this or that but we figure you know we've been through it so uh so we'll talk about yeah, it we, we've been through it as noobs to it so yes. you know it's kind of like and as people don't really travel that much yeah. either that's the other crazy thing like that was the first that was only our second time out of north america yeah which is um really a shame if you think about it really but hey is. you know what it's uh it is what it is it's true um but uh, for for those of you who these are the first two episodes that you're hearing of us, yeah. um, this this isn't always what our show is like. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talk about nerdy stuff. So yeah. you know, like other That's shows, we'll be talking about anime this? and yeah, and video it's gonna be back to normal like next but, episode. But yeah. but you know, we just figured this would be a really fun way to start the year. I know, seriously. Oh no, you're right. Everyone's gonna be like, oh yeah, no, they just talk about travel tips to Japan, and then yeah. we're like. Our ten favorite Naruto episodes. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So number one, Sage Naruto. Number. Oh wait, sorry, I'm not doing this. Okay. So um, so the first thing you want to do uh when it comes to uh you know going to Japan is obviously uh preparation and understanding how like the travel works. There. Yes. Yeah. Because there is a lot that has to do with getting from point A, B, C, D, and E. Uh, uh, when it comes to Japan. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that we mentioned uh, in the last episode was about the JR Pass, which is something that you actually have to get before you go to Japan. Yeah. Um, And it's only for uh, for foreign visitors that are coming in. Um, But you actually have to have it mailed to to you yeah. here like in the states or in Europe. Yeah, so basically it's really important to like lock down your dates and know when you're going to be there because uh what essentially happens is you figure out how long you're going to be there and then you go and you buy the JR pass online. Mm-hmm. They send it to you but you you decide when you're ordering it if you want it for like one week or two weeks because mm-hmm. essentially what happens is you'll get the JR pass and then you'll fly into your airport and when you get there 
Um, you date, basically get this voucher they mail to you, and you give it to them at the airport at the at the JR like at station the, there. Yeah, the JR station there, and they essentially uh, from there uh, give you a a stamped JR pass for the two week period or one week, whatever you paid for, starting that day. Yeah, uh, and so you you definitely want to make sure how long you're going to go there, and make sure that you're paying for the amount of time uh, that you're going to be there. Now, listen, I think that there are a lot of conversations and a lot of stuff online between like whether there's a JR whether you need one or not you know mm-hmm. some people like it was helpful some people like it's a rip off yeah. um, I think it really just depends on what your vacation is going to be like yeah if all you're doing is going into Tokyo and, and you're like just I don't know if you're just going into Tokyo pretty much just Tokyo, going into yeah. Or you're just going into Kyoto or something yeah. like that. Uh, it, it might not necessarily be worth it. That being said, with uh, going into Tokyo, um, it, a lot of the places in Tokyo, you still can use the JR Pass to get around with. Yeah, I mean, what's cool about the JR Pass is uh, it, it just works all over Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, first off, and the most important is it gets you kind of all, to all the major cities yeah. uh, in the country. But at the same time, like, you can also use it for some bus, some bus lines mm-hmm. and some ferry lines, too. Yeah. If you need to take a boat so that's what's really cool it's not for all of them but it's for the specific ones for for jr yeah i mean um, and just getting to and from the airport because the airport uh is is actually kind of far well there's from, two airports well, yeah that's the, the thing you have the main all... international one though yeah is is actually pretty far from from the actual from like tokyo from well yeah. that's the other thing too you, you you're gonna want to look um when you decide uh which airport because it's gonna be cheaper to mm-hmm. fly into narita which is how we flew in but that's like an hour away from Tokyo. Yeah. So you need to you need to take the express. But like you said, if you had the JR pass, then you could get out, hop on the Naruto Express, and just like go the bullet there. Bullet train. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which is the Shinkashin, which are awesome. Yeah. The bullet trains are like the best thing ever, and you want to get on them. Also, you want to keep in mind too that like if uh, you have if you're trying to travel around a lot with like a bunch of luggage, you're gonna want like a, a like a limited express or a Shinkashin because. Uh, most like normal trains, especially like subways, is not going to be like any place to put your luggage. Yeah, you're gonna, you know, you're just gonna be like, oh, what do I do with all these bags? And I look like the rudest person mm-hmm. in the world. The so, other thing is, you in general don't want to travel with too much luggage because yeah. it's just difficult. But but there are services to have you, you know, send your bags and stuff. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. really cool. Yeah, in Japan, they 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 will they they can do that, and you can do that at the airport. You can yeah. tell, you can say, hey, send these bags to my hotel, and they'll do it. We traveled super light because we were, I think, scared to deal with all that. Oh yeah, one hundred. I'm like, no, I'm hardly an adult. I was just like, I can't even make it on a train on time, really. The last thing I want to do is that. But that's also why we're doing this video, too, because I I think... um We've talked to a lot of people, and they seem like very daunted by the idea of traveling mm. Japan, especially yeah. like if you're not like part of like some kind of tour group or something. And you know, it's I feel very lo- well. First off, I'll say between all the research we did on different like on different websites and, and YouTube channels, and then when we were there, you know, having things like Google Maps and Google Translate, all I could think of was like, how did anyone travel the world yeah. before this technology? Yeah, for like, sure. How did you do it? I like don't. I, I'm like it's becoming. It's like unfathomable to me um but but anyway long story short you should just kind of decide like if you're traveling all around then jr pass is probably going to be worth the money mm-hmm. um but you don't need one and no. and the uh and the other thing you're going to need even if you have a jr pass are ic cards yes so that's the other thing you need to know when it comes to travels ic cards are essentially like prepaid cards that you can use at trains. Yeah. Um, you can also use them in some convenience stores and yeah. also um, on some of the buses. Some of the buses and stuff. And you just it's just a tap card. You can yeah. tap in and then just go get your train. And you can refill it at like any of the train stations and stuff. Yeah. 
it's um it's all like really convenient and really easy but the best thing to do is sort of research the jr pass beforehand and find out where it goes you know and what um you know what buses and, and trains and stuff are on it and that way you know if like if if it's going to be useful to you or not if it's going to be worth the money or not yeah exactly so um and and i and i definitely want to recommend to uh google is going to be your best friend mm-hmm. uh, especially when it comes to like finding train stations and getting like by by our last week we were just like hopping from subway to subway getting yeah. like anywhere we wanted at any time and all that stuff like makes life easier and so with that I could not recommend probably the first thing we should have said even more important than a JR pass is a pocket Wi-Fi. Yes. So I am not smart and I thought I could just do did an international plan with my provider and I'd be okay. Yeah. And it didn't work right at all. Especially nope. some of the more rural areas of Japan. It was very difficult to get a decent signal yeah. through my carrier. And and luckily a lot of the hotels had options that we stayed at, had options for like little pocket Wi Fi's yeah. that they had in the room that you some could take of them with they you. Like fully provided to you, like no charge, and then some of them it's like, Oh, you get two hours free or one yeah. hour free and then it charges after that. But I also realize we now live in a world where a lot of people have a lot of different choices. Like a lot of people Airbnb, mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, stay at like in Japan, you know, like in Japan, obviously you can stay in like a like a pod, mm-hmm. you know, or or uh, you know, a lot of people uh, I know were using like um uh what are those things called? The the things where like uh people stay and there's like a bunch of people. It's all like a shared hostel? bathroom. Hostel. There's like nice hostels yeah. also in Japan. So a lot so there's a lot of options, uh but um, you want to get a pocket Wi-Fi, and usually that's something that you can reserve ahead of time. Yeah, and, and it's best to do that, and that way when you get into the airport again, that's something that you can pick up. Like, if you're getting a JR pass, I think you can sort of yep, reserve you can the do two it together. Through there, yeah. yeah. So you definitely, no matter what, you want to find a way to get a pocket Wi-Fi. Some people do SIM, SIM card swaps. If you want to do that, go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a secret agent. I'm not into SIM card. Uh, also, some stuff. phones make that difficult. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but you're definitely, because, you know, internet is going to be essential for you. Uh, and the, the only other thing I wanted to say, uh, which is kind of interesting and, and might throw some people off, is um, everyone needs to understand, like, every place has different customs, right? And just because it's different doesn't mean, like, it's it's right or wrong. It's just the way they do it. And, and I'm bringing this up because hotel rooms in Japan charge per person in the yeah. room, not for just a flat rate for a room. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, and it's a weird thing because, like, it is sort of charging for the room, but like what when you see it on the um when they actually are billing you and stuff it's like per person yeah. so so the room if the room costs you know $300 or what is that like whatever however many yen that is yeah. um you know if the actual room costs that and you're you have two people in it it's going to say you know $150 you know, but it's going to be per person. Yeah. So yeah, it, and it gets confusing, but yeah, just know that that's that's what it is. But it all does add up to the really the same thing. Yeah, and I think also continuing this subject, there's another thing we should mention is um, if you're doing it right, you're going to run into a few situations in Japan where you need to take off your shoes mm. because some places, some restaurants, certainly uh, you know onsens, ryukens, uh There's certain places you're going to go that require you to take off your shoes and put on slippers. Yeah. And so because of that, I would recommend um, 
finding a pair of shoes that you can easily take on and off. Yeah, yeah, definitely have shoes with you that are comfortable, but that you can also slip on and off easily. Yeah, um, you know, and especially if you're if you're going to somebody's house. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that you should be uh, prepared to do. Yeah, because um, it's yeah. it's it's just one of those things. Yeah, and they'll have they'll have slippers. There. You know, you know, right then, like when you get in, if it's a place like that, because they will have slippers out there for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so okay, so that's that's kind of the first thing we wanted to mention. Um, should we also talk about the money thing too, all yes. up front? So and then there and then there's another thing that um is crazy for a lot of people, and just something you're gonna have to deal with. And we mentioned this in our last yeah. show, but. If in America, you know, in, in um, uh, you know most, most big countries, yeah. you can kind of use your credit card everywhere. Yeah, like most of us don't even really carry cash around in California anymore. Um, but Japan is a call is a cash culture, very much so. Uh, and so because of that, like your credit cards probably will only work in a few places. Yeah, a lot of places don't take credit cards, or if they do, it's sort of a big hassle to yeah. do. Um, so it's it's a lot easier to have cash. Uh, that being said, you know, like we mentioned in the last in the last show, uh, because of the way their cash works, it 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 like the the actual dollars like paper money started a much higher amount, and so so yeah. much of the cash that you end up having is change. So have a change purse. Yeah, yeah, it it, is it, a, it's a strange a strange thing, but it, you you will not be sorry. And you know, honestly, it's not a bad idea to pick up one there. That's what I did. I bought a um, a Dragon Ball Z Capsule Corpse mm-hmm. uh, one, and and I love it. And the thing is, like, you know, you do it because at the end of the day, like, you're gonna be carrying around lots of change. Yeah, there's just no two ways about it. Especially because essentially, uh, what is it? It's um, uh, was a thousand yen or mm-hmm. ten thousand yen? Whatever is essentially ten dollars is going to be uh, in a, in USD is going like. That's the when smallest. the bills start. Yeah, uh, everything else is a coin, so it, you you get a lot of coins. Yeah, and uh, then you can use them on the gotcha machines. Exactly, which which I love. Uh, and and uh, but I but also you know on top of all this you know when it comes to when it comes to the cash. Um, and the credit cards, that's the other reason why it's not a terrible idea to have an IC card. Because yeah. as well as, well as you know, it'll just be another form of money that yeah. you can use. So it's essentially kind of like a temporary credit card that you can use at a lot of different places. Yeah. Uh, not every place, not every restaurant, everything, but a lot of different places. Okay, so the next thing we want to talk about is um, you should probably learn a little bit of the language. Yeah. yeah. I know that, like, we have Google Translate, but, like, have you guys ever actually really tried to communicate with people using Google Translate? It's like, yeah. it's not like th- it, whether or not it's you consider it easy or not, it is not um, the best case scenario. Yeah, the simple fact of the matter is that, you know, you we don't think about it, but, you know, the words that we use every day, so many of them have multiple meanings. Yeah. And Google Translate doesn't always choose the correct meaning when yeah. it's translating things. Yeah. And so, you know, so it, it becomes very tough and obviously the you know it doesn't always have the the sentence structure quite right and and in general it's just it's it's odd to try and make somebody communicate with your machine yeah 100 percent uh and and you definitely want to be aware of that too because like this is definitely a culture that's based a lot on like civility and being nice to one another Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily want to like shove a phone into somebody's face also personal space is a big deal too so you want to kind of be careful about that but uh i think the main thing though is um I, i think there's just a few phrases you should definitely know so we talked about some of these in the last show but like probably the number one one um is um arigato gozaimasu 
Yeah. Um, so arigato gozaimasu essentially means thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, it is something that's going to help you a ton because mm-hmm. people will constantly be helping you out. It's it's also the formal way of saying it, and, and that's just how you should be speaking with people yeah. because uh, it, it's a much more formal society in general. And so, you know, when you're when you're speaking with people over there, it's best to just go with the formal firm, forms of things. Yes. So arigato gozaimasu is, is the best choice of yeah, and, and you know, showing respect is something that is pretty necessary in the culture of Japan. It's mm-hmm. not like America, where like everyone is just like you know, we're all, we're on like you know, bright shiny star, and we can be as nice or rude to anybody that we want. Like you, you should have like a certain amount of respect for people, especially yeah. respect for your elders is like a real big deal mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and and you know, like what I noticed was just that you know, showing that respect and stuff, it, it made a big difference with people yeah. because I, you can tell that that they've. They've grown accustomed to, uh, you know, non-Japanese people yeah. uh, acting in a, a much more rude kind yes. of way. Yeah. And so when, when you're actually, you know, um, making the attempt to to communicate with them, you know, it in a respectful way, mm-hmm. it seems to mean, all, like, so much and, and it makes communication so much easier. Yes. So the other big one I would definitely learn, uh, words-wise, is uh, is what? Sumimasen. Sumimasen. Yeah. Sumimasen uh, essentially means, excuse me. Yeah. So if you're like me and you bump into people all the time because you're not paying attention, sumimasen. Yeah. Uh, if you need to ask somebody a question about something like a train or like where a restaurant is or anything. Or even in a restaurant if you want to get the, the, the server's attention. Mm-hmm. Sumimasen. Mm-hmm. It is like such a useful word uh and you're going to use it all the time uh and uh and, and once again even if you only learn sumimasen like it's going to go a long way because people will appreciate the fact that you're trying a little bit mm-hmm. um so there's a few other a few other ones like you know um Konnichiwa mm-hmm. is always going to be good for basically like, you know, just hello. Yeah. Uh, essentially, you know, like there's obviously for different parts of the day, like Ohio is like for like good morning, but Konnichiwa works any time of the day. Yeah. So it's a good one to know. Uh, and that's a really popular one, but you know, we're just, you know, we're just making sure we got stuff covered. Um, also, uh, one that I found out also works a lot uh, is, you know, sometimes people can be offering you stuff, you know, or like, um, or uh, asking you if you're okay or things like that. Um, the word daijabu mm-hmm. helps a lot. You know, uh, someone just, just in case someone's like asking if you want something and you don't, daijabu essentially means like no thanks. Yeah, it's it's a polite way of, of turning them down. Yeah, so I because you don't want to say no to somebody. You don't you don't want to be like really like whatever. You just want to just say daijabu. Yeah, uh, I'm and, gonna say uh, that next time we go to uh, to Italy and people yeah. try to to give us selfie sticks, trying yeah. to sell us selfie sticks. I'm gonna say daijabu. daijabu. It really yeah. confuse them. Well, I did it. Well, when we came back to LA, because everyone's always like uh here here's my new cd you know i, I literally said daishibu to somebody <laughs> was like what and i was like i might get punched out because no one will know what i'm talking about uh and then um and then two other quick ones or three other quick ones um onigaishimasu mm. means please yeah so that that can be helpful like um you know uh, well, i mean when you're when you're ordering off a menu it's like you know uh Sushi onigashimasu. Yeah, or, you know? or if you want water, mizu, mizu yeah. onigashimasu. Um, and we're going to be talking about like restaurant stuff in a little bit. Uh, and then uh, gomenasai for I'm sorry, mm-hmm. if you like messed up and need to say that. Sumimasen will also work, but if you really messed up, gomenasai. Uh, and uh, also uh, the only other one is wakarimasen, which means I don't understand. Yeah. Which also comes in a lot. But if you're just 
talking English to them a lot, they'll probably get that you don't understand what they're saying. So yeah, uh, Wakari Mas, I understand. Wakari Masen, I don't understand. Yes. Uh, but anyway, at the end of the day, there's a lot of words. Sumimasen, Arigato gozaimasu. Konnichiwa. Those are all really good ones. Uh, and uh, also, uh, I highly recommend make sure to download Google Translate uh, for oh, the yeah. Japanese version on your phone because if you don't have an internet connection, it's not it's not going to work. But it'll work if you have it downloaded. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I highly recommend doing that. Yeah. The other thing is, um, you know, learn how to ask if people speak English. Learn in Japanese how to how to ask that because it will it will come in very handy. Yes. Uh, okay, so next off, and maybe the most important of this entire show, the, uh, the thing you need to understand when you're in Japan is eat everything. Yeah, eat everything. That being said, you know, we know a lot of you have dietary restrictions. We have dietary restrictions. Yes. Uh, there are ways to deal with that. Um, and we actually found it very easy. Um, we, you know, uh, we, we don't personally eat meat yeah. um, or fish. Um, and that, you know, like due to allergies, due to dietary, you know, choices, um, you know, you, you might have lactose problems, like anything like that. Um, as long as you know what your issue is beforehand, what we did is we printed out little cards that said what we can't have and, uh, it said it in Japanese, um, and it made it really easy because then we could just show our servers those and then they they were able to help us really easily you know figure out the menu there's also websites that can help with that you know the 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 culture in japan is so um kind and accommodating that as long as they understand that there is a need for this they will help you out i mean Mm -hmm. uh, but but at the same time like if you have certain dietary restrictions like there are ways um to travel that are going to help you out like for instance if you're vegetarian or vegan uh i found an app called happy cow Mm -hmm. which helped out a lot uh and that kind of just showed me you know like restaurants in my area that that were either vegan vegetarian or had uh, those options Mm -hmm. so i would recommend something like that because you know sometimes google is great for that sometimes it's not especially if you're really targeted so i'd recommend something like that um and uh you know and to go along what we what we had said earlier you know when you go to a restaurant um you know, uh, most places aren't going to take a credit card, yep. so prepare to pay in cash. Um, but it's crazy because uh, one of the things that people always like to ask is like, do you tip or do you not tip? In Japan, mm-hmm. what do you do? You do not tip. You, you do absolutely not. do not tip. It is actually um, a. It's actually rude to tip. Uh, there's sort of a, a, a theory there, or you know, the feeling is that. If you're tipping, you're saying that you weren't expecting the place to, to do a good job. Yeah, or that, you weren't expecting good service. Yeah, yeah. and and so um, the tip is is almost rude to the to the restaurant. Yeah, um, and so and, and also maybe even insulting to your server yeah, too. Yeah, and and so uh, do not tip. Um, you know, because it's cash, people will potentially run after after you if you leave with oh you forgot your money. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because because to them there would be no reason that you would have left money there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so so do not tip. Um, it, I know it's it's uh, to a lot of our sensibilities, it feels rude not to tip. Yeah. but it's it that is absolutely the opposite of, of what we're used to. But um, but you understand, like you know, it's different in Japan. There's probably people working at a restaurant that like actually plan on working at in the food service industry mm-hmm. for the rest of their life. They're not like a stepping stone to be yeah. like an actor, yeah, or or a writer or something. So it's you don't need to like you know pay for their dreams via a tip like yeah. we're already taken care of yeah uh so you know and then one of the other really interesting things that i found um very very interesting very helpful that i found out before i went there is um a lot of times in america like they'll leave the check at the table and then you put the credit card 
on the table and mm-hmm. then the server comes to picks it up and that you don't do that there. No. So there they will leave your bill on the table. Sometimes they'll leave it like pretty early too. Like why we can get there. Cause like, it's a pretty like the society, a lot of it, especially if you're in Tokyo is kind of based on like you got stuff to do. So like they'll give you a bill pretty quickly after you order. Uh, and then from there you take the bill up to the front. Mm-hmm. You take it to the cash register and you pay it there. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's just what you do. You don't, if you're going to, if you're going to wait for somebody to pick up your card, you're probably gonna be waiting a long time. Yeah. And, and if you need your, your, your bill earlier then you just ask your server for it yeah just, um yeah <laughs> uh so uh, another interesting thing about about the restaurants is uh actually there are these little baskets that you'll have by your yes seat. if you have a purse if you have an extra jacket or anything you know if you've got bags from shopping anything like that you put it in this little basket yeah that either uh, goes next or under your seat yeah yeah and and it just it's so convenient it's so nice i really miss that yeah I, every time every time i'm in a restaurant i have all my stuff i'm like oh man where's yeah. my basket we, we actually we actually did find a local restaurant that that does that mm-hmm. and it was very exciting it was so great yeah and it is just a truly convenient thing uh and uh you know other than that um you know it's uh, let's see what else did I want to say. Did, about did you? Did we want to talk about some of the food? Yeah, some of some of the food. So, uh, you know, we we do have restrictions. We didn't eat any meat, so we didn't get like Kobe beef or fish or anything. But uh, one of our favorite foods uh, that we got there was uh, okonomiyaki. Okonomiyaki is fantastic, yeah. and there's multiple kinds of it depending on on what area you're in. Yeah. So the main thing about okonomiyaki is basically like imagine like uh, kind of an omelet, I guess you'd mm-hmm. say, but like. Um, Every place has, like, different crazy things they put on the inside. Uh, like, the first time we had it, they literally, like, took, like, just a big chunk of brie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and essentially, like, you poured egg on this uh, on this heater. and It, and it was it was a mixture. So, at that place, oh, it was a mixture of egg and cabbage. And cabbage, yeah. And then there's also some other ingredients. Like, there's, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, like like rice flour or something like that. It's, yeah. And a few other little things. And, um, and some of them, yeah, you you kind of make them yourself. Yeah. You, like, you put it together and other ones, like, you know, a, a chef will make them depending on what the kind of, what the place is. Yeah, um, but like you said, the first place, it was, it was literally a, a like, a round little brick of, of brie. Yeah. Um, and but, it was amazing. But then we got another place that put, like, fried noodles in yeah, the middle so, of it. Yeah, so that's, that's for another location, like, um, you know, that's, that's, us the, the way that they do it in other areas, yeah, and it's with noodles rather than cabbage. Oh, so yeah. good! Um, uh, and uh, and also they, there's a kind of a, like a soy uh, like a soy gravy sauce that they yeah. put over it, which oh, is it's unbelievable, so incredible. I yeah, mean, it's a it's a mayo and and then this like you know like you said the soy gravy ish type sauce. It's so great, and it really is. I mean, we were told by locals it is their version of soul food. Yeah, uh, it is, it, and it's amazing. So it is highly, so good. highly recommend okonomiyaki, and obviously you can get it with meat too. Yeah, uh, there's there's all different kinds of it. It's yeah, very, it's very versatile uh, food. It was so interesting because you know we we went some places and there was like um, you know here's a tomato basil mozzarella one. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that's weird, but we have to try it. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, yeah. You know, some of them, like you said, it's like, like noodles and, and yeah, just cold other so- soba oh, noodles. Yeah. We had some amazing soba noodles. They love French fries there. They do. They, there's a lot of different. We had um, French fries with like a like matcha on it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. It was really delicious. And uh, we, um, you know, there's it's a it's quite a like foodie culture there. Mm, like you're yes. gonna find a lot of really great stuff. Well, and, and, and everywhere you go, people are putting their best effort into making the best food possible. Yeah. The other interesting thing is that. I know you're in Japan, and and so a lot of what like what you should definitely try are you know traditional Japanese foods. That being said, 
like I was saying, all of the food, everyone is, is putting their best effort into making the best possible type yeah. they can. So some of the best pizza that I have yeah. I've had in since since we went to Italy yeah um was in uh, a little place in in a t- in the town Hakone yeah uh, and it, it was, was delicious it was incredible yeah i mean they love um there's like a, pr- a bit of an italian food craze there yeah. you'll find some really great italian food in japan uh it sounds funny even saying that out loud but it's true mm-hmm. uh they love anything like that's a dessert they oh, love yeah. chocolate they love sweets so there's a lot of amazing sweets and also just in general like Man, I could not recommend vending machines higher there. I mean, they have, we got, uh, I I should post this. It's not one of our Instagram stories, but we got um, corn soup out of a vending machine. It was hot and it was actually delicious. It was great. It was was sweet corn soup. It was so good. I was like, this is not right. Uh, Some of the boba we got there was unreal. We got a a, a purple potato boba. Yeah, a boba honey milk. Oh Oh my God. I, I, God, I would get fat drinking those like all. The I time. did. I legitimately got fat in Japan. I gained like fifteen pounds. <laughs> I was just eating. I, I it was like you know it's a story of a uh, Rick Dalton yeah. going to well, going I, to Italy I'm and like, coming back. That's what I'm happened like to me. Italy when we walked everywhere. Yeah, uh, in Japan, like I mean that's the thing that the subways and the trains get really you everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, oh, also the lining up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Have, when you when you're going on the subway, line up. Like it's it's done in an orderly fashion. Yeah, you're gonna get on. Yeah. Also, I, I gotta say, you know, when it comes to dining too, you know, in America, a lot of times, like sometimes we'll just order like one entree and like maybe like share it or something. You know, you don't necessarily do that in Japan. In Japan, like each person is supposed to be ordering a dish. Yeah, and the dishes are made for a normal person. Yeah, they're, they're not like it's not going to be too much food. Yeah, but that being said, you're. Each order a dish. Don't necessarily each order a dish and an appetizer and a you know. Yeah. We we. Just... Oh, there was one time we ordered so much food. The lady was like, uh, the lady was like, this is too much food, and she's like, are you sure you want all this? And we're like, yes. Yeah. And it was too much. Food. It was too we, much. We really food, but we still ate it. it all. Yeah, it was delicious. It, like I don't regret it. Yeah. Because it was because it was amazing. Um, you know, but there was another place where we we ordered food and then we essentially went with like a whole other round of food because we decided we wanted more. Is that was that the uh, gyoza? It was the gyoza man. Oh there was God. a place in uh, Kyoto that had like the best gyoza yeah. ever. Yeah, I think it's called Chow um, Chow. Chow Chow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the bars are also great there. Oh, uh, yeah. We found uh, there's a um, chain of 200 yen uh, mm-hmm. bars, which is essentially two dollars, two two dollars USD per drink, uh, and it's like really, it's like it's like uh, a bar, the bar of the future. Yeah, because you you go there and you sit down and they give you this barcode. And you uh, zap it, and it sends your phone to their website mm-hmm. uh, that now has that barcode attached to your table, and you just order the drinks via the website, yeah. and they bring you the drinks, and then you just pay at the end of the night. It's awesome. The drinks are fantastic, and and these, uh, like you said, it's a chain. So we we went to um, we went to one of the ones in in uh, Tokyo. Yeah, um, we went we to went, one in Kyoto. We went to one in Kyoto, but yeah. there was there was multiple ones in Tokyo. There was multiple ones in Kyoto. There was yeah, they're they're all around like all around japan it, it was, was amazing so cool. it was so great yeah and so anyway long story short there's a lot of great freaking food in japan mm-hmm. and uh and so you really want to take advantage of it and you're gonna find stuff 
uh, that you're really not going to find many other yeah. places. Yeah, obviously matcha is a big thing there, you know, as it's become oddly popular here. Um, coffee is also a big part Coffee's of the culture. Huge. Yeah. Oh, that was really nice. And I could I could find coffee at any time, yeah. all the time, everywhere. And chocolate. And chocolate. chocolate. Oh my god, yeah. such good chocolate. Yeah. Also, um, one of the funny things, one of the things I wasn't expecting was how into like Halloween they were. Yeah. They were, they were there in uh, early October, and and um, they were like. There were so many decorations for Halloween and so many Halloween themed things and Halloween themed treats and other things like that. Um, you know, it's I don't think there's really trick or treating and stuff over there, but they get really into holidays and it's so much fun. It's so awesome, yeah. Uh, I did want to bring up too before I forget. Um, this kind of goes with the dining experience because you know usually there's like a public restroom in a in a in a, in a, uh, in a place that you eat, but. Um, I do want to recommend to that you carry that you carry on some Purell mm. while you're in Japan because uh, public restrooms in Japan are really weird. First off, it's not hard to find one, which is great, but usually, at least most, all the men's room I went into, the they either so. yeah, they either it was like either or they either had soap. Or towels, but not, but not both. both. Yeah, so so either have like you know wet naps or have uh, yeah they do have wet naps though. Every time you go to a restaurant, they they, they did. Like, oh they, well, they they, 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 they give you before. Yeah, yeah, they, they give you, they wet, give you a wet nap beforehand yeah. that you clean your hands oh, with beforehand. I'm I already missed that. That was the best thing ever. It was I didn't even think about the fact that I go to a restaurant. And I'm like, wait a second, like my hands are probably filthy. I didn't even. I, where's my wet nap? Yeah, um, but uh, but you want you you're gonna want to bring Purell um, because of that, just to be sure. Also. This is what's crazy to me too. Um, not to talk too much about you know toilets and stuff, but um, you know in America, Why do you keep bringing up toilets on because the show? because it's the stuff that like takes people off guard. Yeah, in, in Japan, that that's different. Um, you know, like there's usually those uh, pieces of paper that you like put over toilet seats oh, yeah. in America. Like pretty much in every uh, public restroom, you'll find them. They don't have those in Japan. No, what they have is like they have like a gel that you're supposed to essentially apply to toilet paper and clean the the yeah. Seat. It's, it's essentially it's like Purell. Yeah, and so I'm do not see a lot of Americans doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just be prepared that that's what it's like over there. But the good news is almost every almost every bathroom you find will have a one at least one Western style toilet. Yeah. So if you're afraid of like you know the the hole in the ground, you're you know Don't. you should be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I think the last thing we wanted to mention. And it's kind of a bigger overall topic, um, but it's just kind of like, you know, understanding certain customs and being aware of certain customs and, and doing your best to kind of like, you know, um, be part of society and not just like, you know, cause chaos everywhere you go. Because there are a lot of little customs that are different in Japan uh, that you're going to be a- a- aware of. Um, so the first thing is like. Uh, there's a lot of public areas where, like, you, like, it's the custom to not be very loud. Uh, you know, trains are a good example. When you're on a train, uh, like, honestly, trains are pretty silent there. Mm-hmm. People don't spend a lot of time having loud conversations. Yeah. Definitely people are not on their cell phones talking loudly. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of a thing that you sort of uh, are, like, aware of the amount of ruckus you're making in a given area. Yeah, if you have to be on on the phone, do it very quietly yeah. and, and as, make it as quick as possible. Um, yeah. Uh, it, there there are seats that you may or may not be able to get. Um, obviously, if if uh, someone who's older and uh, 
you know, give up your seat for... Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's just a nice thing to do anyway. People should just generally do that. Um, so this is one that threw me for a loop is, um, you know, generally, I feel like in America we stand on the right side a lot. Like if we're like on an escalator, if we're like walking down the street... It's the left side in Japan. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're on an escalator and you're just, like, chilling out on an escalator, uh, stay on the left side so that people on the right side can run past you. If you're in a hallway, you walk down the left side instead of the right side. And that's something I still do now in America. Ever since I came back, I think it confuses everybody. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like a driving thing, obviously. And, like, you know, obviously not everyone does it. There are a lot of tourists there that definitely don't. But but the majority of people do, and especially on escalators. That's Mm -hmm. where you'll really notice it. Yeah. And it's uh, and it's something that uh, it's going to take you a few days, but then after a while, you're like, oh, you'll sort of you you sort of get it. Uh, and um, you know, uh, let's see. On top of that, this one also is going to probably uh, most people are probably going to think is a little strange, but um, eating and walking is not really something people do there. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the best way to describe it is it's considered kind of rude. Yeah. Because essentially, what you're doing is you're like walking and you're making your you're basically there's a a smell permeating from your food that now people are going to be, um, you know, uh, I don't know. Forced to smell. Forced to smell. Yeah. Uh, so usually what you do is like, if you're going to buy something quick at a convenience store, you just buy it and like you stand outside of the convenience store and you eat it or you find a spot like a park or somewhere, but basically you just don't move around eating food. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing. Drinking not, is, isn't as big of a deal. Like, like I would get a coffee or a water, you know, water obviously. Um, but food, anything has like a really big odor. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. Another thing is that, uh, there are not trash cans around yeah. a lot, which I mean, it, it makes sense. You know, if you're not, if you're not really moving around eating, if you're, you know, just standing outside the store eating, you know, there's trash cans around, yeah. but there are not, they're not just everywhere. Yeah. You know, and so uh, you're going to end up carrying your trash with you. So yeah. it's not a bad idea to have a little bag. That's what's crazy. Yeah, I, I spent I remember carrying around like an empty bottle for like four hours one day. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's good because it's very clean. Everywhere is very clean. You find very little trash yeah. almost anywhere in that in, in that society as a whole. But uh, but you're definitely people are uh, paying for it. Uh, and, um, you know, one of the things I want to mention, and this might be startling for some people, Kind of depending, especially where you live in America, but like smoking indoors is still a thing there. Yeah, like like a lot of the bars have people smoking a lot. Yeah, there are some non-smoking places. Yeah, but there are a lot of places that are smoking. There's even smoking lounges. Like yes, they like, accidentally took us into. I walked into a smoking lounge thinking it was a bar and kept on trying to find like the door to the bar and I couldn't find it anywhere. And it just smelled like smoke and it was filled with smoke and there were just yeah, it was so horrible. And then we finally realized like oh no, this is just a smoking lounge. I, I found the wrong place. Uh, so there. Go. But so then you, we walked into the bar and everyone was smoking. And there. everyone was smoking there, anyways. In America, yeah. But that's the thing. Like, it, it's almost shocking because we've now it's been so many years, uh, you know, being uh, in America. Where, where I think in the nineties, and they outlaw smoking in, in, in like yeah. in a lot of indoor places and in bars. So you just never see that or smell it anymore. So that being said, that that was the reason that we ended up at the two hundred yen bar, which yeah. we loved. Yeah, it all, well, because we ran off, uh, ran away from the other bar. You mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but that's the thing too. Oh, also another thing. Um, Japan, it can be a pretty expensive city to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just be prepared for like paying for stuff you're not expecting. Like a lot of the bars, especially a lot of bars that tourists go to, they just have an upfront charge. Yeah. Like you're supposed to pay, like, it really depends. Usually, like, it'll be like, 
you know, uh, I don't know, like 10 bucks essentially uh, American to just like get into the bar. Yeah, essentially uh, a cover. It's a cover to just to make sure that you're actually, you know, because listen, like yeah. there's only a lot of the bars, especially if you go to like Golden Guy, there's like six seats. Yeah. So they can't let someone in who are, who's not going to spend some kind of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know, I know, like a lot of people from America, like that is like the most insulting thing in the world is to ask for money up front. Um, but that's just the way it is. There. Yeah. Well, and, so, it's, and it's like similar to just in restaurants and stuff in general. Like there's a service fee, and yeah. the service fee, you know, it's like. I guess that's how you can think that's, of the that's tip. That's the tip. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's yeah, that's kind of the thing you have to look at because also like the drinks overall in a lot of the places I thought were very affordable compared yeah. to America. So I think it's less like thinking of like how they're making you pay in an unfair way and how they're just like changing the way mm-hmm. you pay for what you're already paying for in a different place. Uh, so um, yeah, and then you know other than that, um, you know there's little silly things like. Uh, you know, if you're eating with chopsticks, like, don't just, like, stick them st- uh, straight up, up in the, the rice. rice. Yeah. That's a funeral thing. That's, like, yeah. a bad omen, so don't do that. Uh, and also, uh, if you really want to seem kind of cool uh, when you're at a restaurant and you're about to eat, mm. there's a thing that pretty much every Japanese person says before they eat. What do they say? Itadakimasu. It essentially just means, like, you know, thanks for the food or rub it up, dub, thanks for the grub. Yeah. You know? uh, and it's just something that everyone says. So uh, it's a fun thing to say uh, at a restaurant and people might appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are kind of the main things. I know this is like a tutorial, and I apologize for anyone listening this week who doesn't want to go to Japan and doesn't care. We're going to get back to the anime and the video games and the movies and the TV. Uh, later on uh, in the next episode. Uh, I will have to say at some point I do want to spend a little time talking about uh, sort of where Star Wars is right now Mm -hmm. with that last movie and The Mandalorian. Uh, I will have to say I loved The Witcher. Oh my God. Very much. So good. The Witcher's amazing. So maybe we do a show where we talk about some of that and some yeah, fantasy stuff. Yeah, we can talk stuff. about tossing a coin to your Witcher. As we all really should do, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, we're in the Valley of Plenty, so mm-hmm. why wouldn't we? Uh, and so so thanks for bearing with us yeah. for this, but I know that a lot of you guys are geeks, and uh, I think a lot of geeks want to go to Japan at some point, because it is very, very welcoming place for us. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and you know, and it's it's just a phenomenal country uh, in, in, in a lot of ways, and... It's it's an interesting world too because you go there and you're sort of like so much of it feels like familiar because they've built a lot of their sort of modern society in a lot of ways off like a, a sort of I feel like a lot of the way like America has a society but there's also a few kind of fundamental differences too mm-hmm. um, and also to the different locations depending on where you are some are a little more traditional than others yeah um, and also uh, on a more di- dire note uh, don't cause a lot of trouble while you're there because uh, they can hold you for like a month in jail if they feel like it yeah don't do that yeah there's not Your a JR pass won't last yeah that long. they won't last that long yeah so uh, uh, there have actually been people that like got into a bar fight and like literally like their wives had to go back to America and come back and get them later. Don't get into a bar fight. That's what I'm saying. But but I'm just saying like it's there. If you get into a bar fight in Japan, you've done something wrong. <laughs> That's I what mean, I'm saying. A lot yeah. Wrong. What's the thing? It's a very kind, conscientious culture. But if you're if you cause trouble, like really big trouble. Mm-hmm you're going to be in a lot more trouble than in America yeah. where you're going to get bailed out like in a few hours. They can hold you without bail for a month if they wanted to. Wow. It's real. Yeah, yeah, no, it's real. It happens to people sometimes. So just like be cool, be yeah, chill, be cool. you know? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I think that's kind of the, the show. Yeah. We just wanted to finish talking about Japan. It was one of the best experiences of our lives. We and love it. 
you know, maybe in a future episode we will actually talk about the bars, like, you know, sometime down the road, because yeah. we went to some incredible bars yeah. um, that are worth talking about, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, we'll, uh, but we'll see. We got to get back to our know, normal we can, routine. We can so. tweet you. Tweet to us. We go, hey, yeah. what bars do you recommend in Japan? We'll yeah. do that. Yeah, um, yeah. Tweet to us at Geek World Radio and uh, check out our website, geekworldradio.com. Yeah, we keep on putting up new videos. We got some stuff up from Japan, and uh, hopefully, we'll get up. Um, also, we should get up on our website at some point soon. Uh, some photos from Japan, mm-hmm. uh, but but if you go to our Instagram Geek World Radio, a lot of the stuff photos from Japan are already there. Yeah, so you can check it out. Um, uh, alrighty, well, uh, guys, um, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Don't forget if you want to get in touch with us, like I said, uh, tweet us at Geek World Radio and check out our website geekworldradio.com uh, and check out our YouTube channel youtube.com/geekworldradio. Uh, we'll we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.